I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. <laughs> It's like, really, you're going to work from home and you're going to make everyone else who made your car come work to the fact, work in the factory? You're going to make the people who make your food that gets delivered, that they can't work from home? The, you know, the, the, the people that, that come fix your house, they, they can't work from home, but you can? Does that seem morally right? This was not just extreme carelessness with classified material. No one will be above the law. Now watch this drive. Re-threads. Dear Mr. Zuckerberg, I write on behalf of XCorp as successor in interest to Twitter Inc. Twitter. Based on recent reports regarding you recently launched Threads app, Twitter has serious concerns that Meta Platforms, Meta, has engaged in systematic, willful, and unlawful misappropriation of Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property. Over the past year, Meta has hired dozens of former Twitter employees. Twitter knows that these employees previously worked at Twitter, that these employees had and continue to have access to Twitter's trade secrets and other highly confidential information, that these employees owe ongoing obligations to Twitter, and that many of these employees have improperly retained Twitter documents and electronic devices. With that knowledge, Meta deliberately assigned these employees to develop, in a matter of months, Meta's copycat, quote, Threads app with specific intent that they use Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property in order to accelerate the development of Meta's competing app, in violation of both state and federal law, as well as those employees' ongoing obligations to Twitter. Twitter intends to strictly enforce its intellectual property rights and demands that Meta take immediate steps to stop using any Twitter trade secrets or other highly confidential information. Twitter reserves all rights, including, but not limited to, the right to seek both civil remedies and injunctive relief without further notice to prevent any further retention, disclosure, or use of its intellectual property by Meta. Further, Meta is expressly prohibited from engaging in any crawling or scraping of Twitter's followers or following data. As set forth in Twitter's terms of service, crawling any Twitter services, including but not limited to any Twitter websites, SMS, APIs, email notifications, applications, buttons, widgets, ads, and commerce services, is permissible only if done in accordance with the provisions of the robots.txt file. Available at https colon slash slash twitter.com robots.txt. Robots.txt, what article of the Constitution was that? The robots.txt file specifically disallows crawling of Twitter's followers or following data. Scraping any Twitter services is expressly prohibited for any reason without Twitter's prior consent. Twitter reserves all rights, including but not limited to, the right to seek both civil remedies or injunctive relief without further notice. Please consider this letter a formal notice that Meta must preserve any documents that could be relevant to a dispute between Twitter, Meta, and or former Twitter employees who now work for Meta, that includes, but is not limited to, all documents related to the oh, recruitment, the hiring, every and onboarding fired. Of, of these <laughs> former Twitter employees. The development of Meta's competing Threads app and any communication between these former Twitter employees and any agent, representative, or employee, or Meta. 
very truly yours, ass. Uh, I'm wait, sorry, wait. it's Alex Spyro, uh, CC, Elon Musk, Jennifer Newstead. This is the letter from Quinn Emanuel, trial lawyers in Silicon Valley. Wait, uh, really skill quick, issue. So the, the robots text thing, are they trying to get them on like copyright of like user generated tweet? Like what, what are they? I understand the IP it's not argument, legal, which is it's still great public information. That's what yeah, it's public like, information what is. What are you even talking about? I, like the idea uh, that you can, like, plus no. you're not going to generate a platform by getting tweets. Guys, yeah. the robot.txt file is specifically in the Constitution <laughs> and states that no, you here, cannot do this. Really quick, though, let me take us back to April 18th, 2023, and this beautiful quote. Turns out you don't need all that many people to run Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elon Musk, I interviewed so by Tucker Carlson. Former, I wonder why there's so many former Twitter employees willing to work. Uh, at turns out Elon Musk, uh, you, you can create a Twitter competitor in a cave with a box of scraps. Yeah, so, in a couple in a, of in a matter of dollars. Months. In a matter of months. I mean, it's bullshit. They've worked on it for longer than that. I'm going to continue on Randy's fun line here, and it's an Elon quote that also says, I would like to apologize for firing these geniuses. Their immense talent will no doubt be of great use elsewhere. Turns out that's Facebook meta uh, for the new Threads app. That seems to be true. Once again, the girls are fighting. I think that it's good that if you're an ex-Twitter employee... healthy for democracy. Even though there was obviously no example of a specific trade secret that was used inappropriately, if you are doing that, I think it's good. And I think that you should continue to do that. Because what did they steal? They stole nothing. The idea of people put sentences on the internet and then other people can read those sentences, which is something that they're fucking up at Twitter. So I guess it could seem pretty novel, like and really hard to do. <laughs> I like the sentence near the top of the email that was like, oh, there's many former Twitter employees who we know used to work at Twitter. For those listening, if you haven't caught on, this is a letter that Twitter, a lawyer with horrible uh, prose, by the way. Sent to Mark Zuckerberg of uh, Meta. Yeah, I'm Team Zuck. Like I said, Zuck's our guy. He's a weird little little goblin. And <laughs> He's all, a weird little all, dude. All billionaires, you know, fuck him. But in this <laughs> Heavy res- rate limiting case, went live because Meta was crawling Twitter. That's not true. Oh, yeah. No, that's wait, wait. Did, did <laughs> that's it say a, that? A, did I miss that? No, did... no. That's what somebody said. Okay. Oh, it, it actually kind of makes it funny. No, rate limiting happened because Twitter accidentally DDoS themselves. Yeah. Because yeah, they, because of the scraping of the robots.txt you know, file. Because they turned off the they turned off the public access to tweets, which they did also turn back on like almost immediately. Because mm-hmm. Meta was scraping the robots.txt file. When they turned off the public access, the code that allows you to embed it into other web pages and stuff, for whatever reason, the way that was set up was to just keep keep trying if the connection mm-hmm. failed. Yeah, um, and so every tweet that's embedded anywhere just simultaneously started attacking twitter if you fall down it's like the little just, engine that could yeah, yeah. if you fall it down just, just dust chugging. yourself off get back up on that horse like i said there's no specific examples there's no teeth to this at all obviously everyone's stealing from everyone all the time yeah i like, did sign up though and i do find it very nice how you signed up for threads I mean, threads yeah i mean you don't I have think to the sign only, up what's the only controversy with that right now is that if you want to cancel threads you have to delete your instagram account which I could see. It's genius, really. It's such a simple concept, but, you know, Instagram you has a couple billion users or whatever it is, and uh, they make it seamless. You can port over your profile picture. You can port over your description, your link, all your friends, link them up, and you're done. So Threads is not just a part of Instagram. It's kind of like it's a separate app. app. It is a separate app, but it's it's tied to Instagram, to the, though. To the user and relationship infrastructure is of it really, Instagram. But like, would they really need to 
delete their Instagram account in order to get rid of it. it seems kind of like a yeah. like bad bad I mean, move. I mean, just, I'm sure like I'm sure they're going to separate it. that. You can just ignore it. But yeah, really just quick, make I mean, it private. Just, take all your info off of it. I just changed the autofocus on my camera, so it's not going to focus. But literally, if you look at it, the heart button, the comment button, the retweet button. I mean, it's Twitter. It's awesome. Well, it's, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I didn't like, realize that Twitter, Twitter copyrighted wow. the yeah. heart. Uh, I, they I'm, did. I'm not. In I'm fact, not they in fact, in fact, validate Twitter, their argument. Twitter, but it's curious remember, and it's fun. Twitter, Twitter like used it. to be a star, and then Instagram came along with the heart, and then Twitter mm-hmm. took yeah. the heart. I, you know, oh, I did not I, know that fact. I know that's pretty. Fun. I know you say that like that, but I would not be surprised if the icons that are on the Twitter site are custom and are copywritten. If you can do that, that's like really at least th- at least those in particular. I'm sure like, they have the their I would cut that immediately. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, but I bet they're using Instagram like yeah, icon set yeah. or, you know, some meta icon set. Yeah, there's no real substantial difference, obviously, because no. a heart's like a heart. They also, a heart is a heart. They have these little badges that they're putting on the Instagram profile that shows you, like, what number you were to join threads, which is kind of like a oh, cool really? little, yeah. Ooh, it's like, like on, a little gamifying. Right, mm. a little bit of gamifying. So if you go on somebody's You're Instagram You're a serialized profile, member. Yeah, so what am I here? I was pretty late to the game. I was a uh, two million something. Two, two million. Oh, two million. Wow. oh, you both joined. You were way in front of me. Wow. I, I snuck in. That can't I, be. I have not joined. I don't even have an Instagram account anymore. I deleted it a long time ago. Is it the digits? It can't be just yeah. the digits, is it? Yep. yep. So I'd be 72, almost 73 million. Jesus. Yeah, that's just. Did you just join today? Yeah, I just joined today. Yeah, 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 that makes sense because they hit 70 million on the first day. 72,888,200. That's crazy. So if, yeah. if it does everything that Twitter does, but it's linked into your Instagram. It's very I, hard it's to recreate the vibe if, if you, of Twitter. But it seems like it's, like it's going to do I the same thing. I think they could. I think they could Instagram, with, with no, the approach the that thing. they're doing. Instagram is against people being mean to each other. Twitter it's loves just a matter it. of time. They'll yeah. I, I was just, I'm just wondering, like... They've done a pretty like, good job we, of like. Are we going to see like a flow of people leaving Twitter going to Threads? Like, do you? See, I mean, seventy million people, and you said it's first day. Yeah, here's the thing. It's That's crazy and mean, though. The real deep-rooted insecurities that you develop, especially in teenagers, that's Instagram, baby. So maybe it's it's that not mean. It's, see, Twitter's all surface level mean. Instagram's going to kill your soul. Instagram's you know, like which wow. Maybe threads I'm can shit. carry that on. Everyone's looking at everyone else, being like, "I'm nothing." So exactly. Twitter, so Twitter threads to me, can carry that, carry that thread. You compare yourself to others, to your peers. You realize that your life is shit. Your house looks like crap, and you get depressed. So it's FOMO. Yeah, it's just it's just, no. They actually meta funded this research. Those is especially real. Especially teenagers, around. especially teenage girls. Unfortunately, I could see that. It's always it's mental, always girls. you know, mental health issues due to yeah, for sure. directly related to Instagram. And it's not like oh. TikTok's doing any better. No, I mean, but like with all the influencers, they're pretty bad. Yeah, the artifice of it all, the the, the glossy, clean, perfectness of it all. I could totally see that's like the new image. That's why I'm recording this podcast in a basement with a floor that's half torn up. Because I'm showing everybody out here, you can live like me and be successful. Every time I get on one of these calls, I'm in a varying state of disarray. I sometimes have (laughs) it mostly put together. uh, Carry out order boxes half empty behind you. Yeah. He's finishing. He's finishing a, you, a, everything, a code push. And that's always that like up. the stuff I am like fine with you seeing. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on just outside the frame that is abhorrent. Uh, and <laughs> so I just I want to peel back the curtain on that a little bit. Every, everyone, All there is is just cans of 
uh, empty cans of beer. Just I'm just um, surrounded right now. I just kind of you know sweep them just out of frame. I have such good muscle memory for moving 15 white claws from one desk in frame <laughs> to a desk outside of frame 30 seconds before we start recording that exactly. uh, I'm going to try to get a sport made around a similar movement so I can Do go it. gold. I can get the gold. Awesome. So the one other thing about the Threads app, they have said that they are planning on supporting the, I forget what it's called, but the lower level activity pub or something. It's like a lower level social protocol that Macedon uses. So they seem to be interested in kind of the more like blue sky or Macedon angle of like a federated network of, of social media where you can take your profile, your information, and it might be hosted on one platform, but it's interoperable with, with other platforms. That's very interesting. Hmm. I'm hearing good things about Blue Sky, actually. What is the story with Blue Sky? I mean, I know they fucked something uh, up, but I don't know. Jack what. Dorsey, I know, yeah, is it because it seemed like it was the new kid on the block? Oh, they messed it up. They messed something up. No one's talking about it anymore. They did I mean, something like there. there's maybe they roll out some policy or something. Okay. Well, the, I think the main issue with Blue Sky is it's invite only, and I think you have to be on there for a certain amount of time or something, and then you get invites to invite people. So it can't get flooded with 70 million users in a day because well, and, and it kind it of makes, I mean, like, that's obviously a growth hack is the invite only shit, but it, yeah. mm-hmm. it it did strike me as a little bit weird. Like it runs very counter to the whole Yeah, why would you want to do it thing. that way? Well, the whole premise yeah, of the thing is seamless. that it's supposed to be open. Yeah, open and seamless to sign up. Like that's well, why. Maybe, maybe it's because they're trying to like make sure that people want to do something like that and they can handle the servers. Maybe that's how they get more money yeah. if they show investors that there yeah, is a need they, for I mean, it. If it's founded, by, it's founded by the Twitter guys, billions of dollars. I think you can request to get in or the release day of um, the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And I guess a couple of weeks after that, there's been like nothing but just memes, you know, of, of the Zelda thing on there that that kind of went viral for a while i think the latest thing is there's a like a right-leaning uh talking head who isn't getting seen enough so he's complaining about it and basically people were like don't follow him and then his messages won't get pushed to the top or something like that and it was really interesting but victimhood again is basically what it, what it came down to okay july 1st blue sky paused new signups because of performance issues and then it Came back on mm. in the third so i think that's so did it what I was. has it always been invite only or did it become invite only at that point i think it started invite only they're still talking about it like as a beta or whatever which by the way i'm getting real sick and tired of that everything's a beta well, all the staying time staying in beta i don't think stop google's it. doing that anymore what does what does it even fucking mean it's basically a little label that you get to put on things and be like it's shit but it's fine because we said the right word no actually that's not true i don't know the answer but I you was talking to, remember, I do. There are reasons for it. I was talking to one of our vendors at the day job uh, who are releasing their own product that sucks. And um, I was asking like, hey, this thing's still in beta. And they're like, yeah, but we're looking to go live this year. But apparently there's some um, certain, I, I don't know if it's restrictions that when you go to like an actual release versus a beta that it does matter. I don't well, remember what sem- the details so, are. So I semantic, can look it up, though. Semantic ver- the beta thing, like, they're, if they said that there's some, like, standard on what a beta is or an alpha is, they, that, they're full of shit. The semver is a real accepted thing. You know, the uh, major dot, minor dot patch. You should conform with that because their product uh, is developer-facing. So if you make a breaking change to the API, then you need to do a major bump. And it's just a way to keep people on the same page about, can I likely safely update to this next version without it breaking my shit? 
there are cases and people will call them like a beta or alpha or canary or experimental or unstable. All of that just means Semver does not apply to this. We're playing it fast and loose. So if that's what they are trying to say, that's fine. But that is not what Google or Blue Sky being in beta or whatever. If they don't have anything that faces external developers, then they don't need to version anything because at the end of the day, there's nobody interacting with that in a way that, that it can break. If that makes sense, like that, that's just to communicate with other audiences quickly. How big is this change? One other observation that I have is that most of social media is now everyone just talking about social media, which is kind of that is true. neurotic. Yeah, I think, you know, I was about to say, I'll know that threads has made it when every other tweet is not about threads or every other thread is not about threads, fucking whatever. But then I, you know, you on Twitter and everyone's like, Twitter's bad. It's all fucked up. I'm going to threads. It's like, well. Can, what are we actually doing here? It becomes so circle, circular? I almost said circle, but then it would have, I almost said circle jerk. In other news, episode 13, we covered a Supreme Court case back in December, December 2022. You guys remember what the Supreme Court case was that we covered? Yes, that was the made up uh, website builder, website yep. designer. So there's new news on that. Oh, really? Yeah, she fucking. That's exciting. She won. Did she win? The dark deal is done. I'm excited to discriminate against people But like, didn't something now? new come out where the person that she was claiming is actually a Doesn't straight matter. old man? You don't have to have standing to uh, get a case in front of the Supreme Court. Yeah, nobody no, actually you... pushed her on anything. There was no person. She just claimed to... She made. So a... what happened is she makes a website, she's a designer, and she makes this website. And she's on the website. She's like, by the way, I will not make websites for gay people. Then she filed a case, or specifically that one political action, special interest conservative group in concert with her were like, okay, we're going to make this an issue and we're going to take it all the way to the top. What state was she from? Utah? Uh, One of those, it doesn't matter. It's Colorado because Colorado actually has an anti-discrimination law in the books. The whole Supreme Court case was surrounding whether states can have those types of laws that protect religious right. freedoms over the rights of LGBTQ. So if you're a business owner, blah, blah, blah. So Colorado had has a law in the books that is now deemed unconstitutional, and other states do as well, anti-discriminatory laws where you can't, you know, like as a gay person enters your restaurant, you can't refuse service. Now you can. But now you can. But so, which also means that you can now discriminate against race, right? Yeah, because I guess it's any protected Because it's class. the same fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going well, all the way back. I if don't you know, can use religion, if you can use religion as your excuse, because it's really a religious protection. So it's budding religious protections against which is equal so rights crazy. protections, civil rights, and you know, like, because the um, religious sure the Bible class. says some some interesting things about about well, minorities and because the whatnot. the religious the religious thing is that that whole angle is fascinating because that you would think is like just an extension of like the first amendment or whatever, where it's like, can can we stop basing laws off of people's views of imaginary beings in the sky? No, please. Here's the thing though. Stop doing that. If you look at the definition of religion, as far as precedent, what it means to have religious belief or faith or anything, it's rooted in not the history of any sort of church or anything. It's rooted in having, they don't use the term unwavering, but I'm going to use it. Something along those lines, like an unwavering moral fortitude or something. So if you, as a leftist, believe that no one should ever work over 30 hours a week, and you believe that Which is true. wholeheartedly, and that is your moral standpoint. That's your moral, that's your own religion. That You could claim this. I mean, I, 
I mean, I'm just looking at it. I'm not a lawyer. Religion. I'm not. I don't. I don't practice law or anything. But by the definition that I've been exposed to, why not? You could just claim as a leftist that you think people should be treated a certain way, or that well, yeah. So as, you could discriminate. As obviously, as as a leftist, you could discriminate against. I don't know. As a leftist, I think certain Christians uh, or... members of the Supreme Court should be treated a certain way. <laughs> Exactly. It's just crazy to me. I'm fine with people believing in what they want to believe in. But again, the first thing is like treat people with dignity, right? This is the thing that's so insane. Like on the face of it, her rights, even perceived rights, because like that's yeah. what even our rights, you know, our rights, things that we just all agree to. When we say right, do we just mean whatever you have a, you're protected by whatever jurisdiction mm-hmm. you live in? Nobody tried to encroach on her shit at all. Because no. for one... If you are a gay couple... She, for one, she made up the whole story. So, of course. But, if you're a gay well, couple, yeah. why would you want to work with somebody like that? For one. But for another, like yeah. nobody tried to work with her. And so it's just this blatant, I want to regress our uh, understanding I don't of even like, think, how we should I don't even people. think it's that, honestly. I think it's worse than that. I think it was all done as a publicity stunt and to get anti-gay folks to use her web service. Like no, it. I think it's beyond that. I think it's even more. You think? Oh, that. you think it's like a puppet thing? I think yeah, she's, she's not. I think the alliance, def- the I alliance remember. defending freedom, alliance defending freedom, ADF, the organization that Drew was just alluding to a few moments ago, needed a case, so they were like, "Oh, let's find somebody." Now that we have, you know, a majority on SCOTUS, let's find somebody and let's make up a case. It doesn't have to exist because even if it was found, which it has been found, that she didn't have standing, the Supreme Court can still make a statement such as, well, maybe the original case didn't have standing, but it's still an important issue that we need to talk about. These are constitutional issues. The individual case isn't as strong as the fact that we need to have a discussion and a debate. Um, How did the vote break? About the legality or the constitutionality, rather, of these laws. How did it break? What was was the score? It was straight down the party line. line. Yeah, I I forget the count, but... What a fucking joke. There was no crossovers. Like, John Roberts didn't cross over any, you know, some of the... Which really pissed people off, because Neil Gorsuch, in the past, made statements that would be counter to how he voted in this case. Oh, it's almost Um, like none of that shit matters. It is a fucking joke of an institution. The idea that it's supposed to be above the politics or whatever it's never been true but especially now just looking at it like you six fucking, three so yeah fucking so. get rid of it just get out get that shit out of here that's all I yeah, have to six say. three is the conservative versus liberal they're, they're basically supposed to be conservative and liberal i know judges, so. here's my it's government like, here's government for me government for me is there's only one house of representatives and it's like jury duty and 10,000 random citizens are selected anytime a decision needs to be made and they just vote and that's it and you can't know who they are, and they can't talk about it. And if they do talk about it, they get killed. And that's it. And that's how know. you make uh, all the I mean, decisions. I'd like to, I would like to it's vote not a joke. on the getting killed. No, it's fun and all, but I don't rule. think we'd ever have abolished slavery if you did that. I don't yeah. know if well, that's Well, we went to war over that. Lots of people got killed. I, I kind of don't even think that's true, because I don't think that the thing that was holding up abolition was popular sentiment. It was at a time, but I do think that it just shifted. I don't think that the abolition of slavery mm. was in the face of majority opinion. So you had a lot I'll of people that were abolitionists. When did Gallup get invented? You had a lot of people... <laughs> Way after. Yet a lot of people that were abolitionists straight up. Yet a lot of people that were pro slavery straight up. And you had probably about forty to fifty, maybe even higher percent of people who were just uncaring and could 
be flipped either way. I'll even go further and more recent. You would not have integrated schools if you did that system because there are still okay. quote unquote liberals. There is there's are, there's 10,000 people. I'm not going to send my kids to that school kind of types. There's yeah. 10,000 people and, and they NIMBYism. They have mm -hmm. 49% voting power and then I have 51% voting power. <laughs> <laughs> Fixed it. You nailed it's it, dude. I like yeah, it. I'm, I support the system. It. Would we have mm -hmm. abolished slavery? Yes. Would we have integrated schools? Yes. Would you be allowed to make bullshit up about how you don't want to like do stuff for gay people? No. Seems good to me. We talk about this personally all the time, I think, and I just, I just don't understand people like this. Just, no, they're, they're, they're it doesn't seen, do anything to you. But it just seen, doesn't affect these people. It doesn't. At all. But they're seeing a, especially the ADF, which is you know the, that alliance. Mm -hmm. They're seeing their way of life slipping away and but it's not they can just imagine they can just imagine way of they life they could just keep their way of life it the is way an imagined way of life but they're seeing a certain what they perceive a certain religiosity slipping away and they're clawing their way back as yeah. hard as they can and they've won because they elected you know quote well, unquote, so elected interesting trump they elected george w they won they got these are all... six out of three these are all only going to be short-term gains because that's the thing people will talk about oh it's going to be handmaid's tale or whatever i understand the fear like it's obviously very scary and fucked up and it will have real negative consequences all these things especially with you know yeah. decisions around abortion access and, and things like that and that sucks but from the perspective of that conservative movement your numbers are not getting any better and if anything these extremely heavy-handed and transparently ideological and really kind of appalling moves that you're making you are just going to be alienating more and more people you're making it harder and harder to like publicly identify as a conservative which is like the thing that all of like the conservatives are kind of like whining about and it's like well i'm sorry that's actually how it's always been that's just what your ideology is they're just saying the quiet part out loud and because they're doing that this is gonna fuck them over and it, which sucks ass because now the democrats don't have to fucking do anything every month or two months or, or what have you hear another story on the news about millennials killed casual dining millennials killed movie theaters millennials killed gerrymandering Millennials killed. Well, what's going to happen Court. is is the power millennials of killed that Shinzo is, Abe. Okay, and the reason that these places are are getting killed is because millennials are broke as shit and they can't afford to go out to eat or go to the movies. They're not killing anything. <laughs> Capitalism is killing it all. The point is, okay, you, Miss Wedding Web Designer, you are on the wrong side. You Nobody's are not killing anything. Get the Stuff just changes. The point I'm making is that she'll probably succeed because she's going to get all the bigots to design all their websites and what have you. But no, as we move through the system, you are not going to be able to succeed against the moral zeitgeist. You're not going to be able to succeed against the cultural progression that we're moving. And right now, if you are anti-LGBTQ, you're in the past. No one of Drew's generation, and I hate generations, but no younger person gives two shits about two men kissing they just don't care it's yeah that's it's not that's, like an i issue did it two weeks that. ago and that's the and that's that that's actually an interesting <laughs> not a you, joke. you kind of touched on something but like it's not even anti-gay with a lot of these people mm -hmm. it's anti-man on man oh yeah these same people are fine and have been fine for years with two women you know lesbians that they're fine with that it's always the man on man. Thing. Where do you think that they're also like, they're also fine with marrying young girls, you know, or young children? Like they're fine with that too. You know, ten year old people. You know, they're have fine you, with that. Have you guys that. seen the picture where it's, it's a transgender man? So obviously, it's born as a woman, now as a mm -hmm. man, and they show the picture, and it's like you want this person to go into the woman's bathroom, and all the fucking bigots, all the anti 
trans people are like, fuck no, I'd fucking kill that motherfucker. They go to Absol- fucking women's bathroom. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you would. Yeah, 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 big guy. You, you understand so this person that, can't use any bathroom. You understand right, that they don't want to use the fucking woman's bathroom. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they don't even understand the terms with, with no. transgender men. They don't understand what that even means. No, their no. brains totally break because they can't conceive yeah. of, uh, there was, which is to your uh, point, uh, it's all about, it's, it's all about even, men transitioning to women. Any, because any then experience that even, even two degrees removed from your own, you're just completely incapable of, of, mm-hmm. uh, ingesting. You can't, you can't, but no one would even care unless, you're, you're until you have like, idiot. you know, a man transition to a woman and then swim against all your precious girls and beat them. Now all of a sudden it's like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. You know, you didn't care. Right. The other no. Way so around. obviously like, for anything. these people, the solution is to like, just not let there be trans. Like the, mm-hmm. there, there, it's not about, you know, Oh, you can do whatever you want in your own house. Just don't rub it in my face. That's not what it is at all. You have a problem I mean, do you guys, with it existing. Do you remember, it was probably like 15, 20 years ago, there was the first female in the NHL. I think she was a goalie for the Tampa Bay Lightning or something like that. Sounds vaguely familiar. I'm sure there was still the people say, you know, fighting that and, and pissed off about it, but nowhere near as much as like, no, of course you not. know, this. And it's it's very similar. Like nobody gives a shit like if a woman is, or even it's probably a transgender, you know, man is is in the sports they care if it's the man you know the transgender woman yeah suddenly it's unfair then yeah Yeah, suddenly it's unfair but like for the because like obviously the 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 dude homophobia that's a well-known thing what do you think that is like is it because one theory i've heard is that it stems out of this we have a culture that's still very patriarchal and the fear is that as a man it could even be conceivably possible for me to be dominated in a way that the culture emphasizes and elevates that idea of even very subtly of that you know it doesn't really make sense most porn is that uh, yeah but that doesn't make sense in my view like the whole like you know because you're a man like you can't be easily dominated thing right like that no, like I, because, I'm afraid of something being done to me that is supposed to be reserved for me to do to others. Yeah, but that's the whole alpha male thing. Every male is supposedly out there to dominate and destroy every other male. But you'll notice that a huge thing. part of like that alpha male culture is heterosexuality. Like they're very closely coupled. It's not exclusively the same. Mm-hmm. You get to get in there and be like, no, but it's it's not like a sex thing. But man, he's so cool. He's so strong. He's so powerful. And I mm-hmm. I I want to be him, but it's not sexual. Yeah. Yeah, they're That's more true. consumed about testosterone than we we did than a, a we woman, did a which platonic, should be like if you if you actually consider me the like homie, the well no because that's it. that's the gayest thing you can do is have sex with a woman, but the the if because of all the estrogen. No, but, I, th- I do think that the root of it though is is the boys don't cry thing. Like you yeah. just that's the root it's, of it it's just like feminine being like feminine in general. It's not mm-hmm. the actual sexuality. Yeah, part it's of the it. boys don't like pink. It's the boys don't cry. It's the Boys don't play with those types of toys. And is it's that all that? And, like and, an and it exists. It's, it exists on the other side as well. But if you have a girl who likes blue, no one's going to say a fucking word. This actually brings me back to something that I've I've repeated quite often. I'm not sure if I said it on the show before, but it's the same comparison to when you have a shitty male focused movie, like say Transformers or GI Joe, mm-hmm. Michael Fuck Bay, you. crappy movies, fantastic films. Yeah, crappy movies versus a, has uh, a movie hits. that is more targeted toward teenage girls, like say Twilight. And if you were going to break down, like, the criticism of those movies, the Twilight movie is like, hell, man, if you fucking like that, that's fucking hell, man, if, you know, and the Transformers, like, yeah, it's stupid, it's lame, it has no substance, but yeah, you know, it's a fun, like, action, you know, it's a whole different kind of thing, even though both of them are, could potentially be terrible movies. Well, one of them, one of them has, uh, 
a romantic vampire <laughs> and the other one okay tra- doesn't transformers have a romance i mean you could pick another nah, movie that's more yeah but focused yeah but randy romance, randy you know? but the woman in that one terminator all right terminator reese and uh sarah connor obviously couple up it's a romance yeah it no is. one would ever fucking call that a romance you know, no. it's like, no, it's Schwarzenegger saying, I'll be back and blowing up cops and stuff. It is rooted in the whole Boys Don't Cry thing. Yeah, no, I can see that. There is this like clinging to masculinity. I feel like the, the, a lot of that has to do with just kind of doubling down on shit that doesn't matter anymore. We're no longer in a situation where the man brings in all of the money or whatever, because, you know, women were you know, at first because of capitalist reasons. It goes back farther than that. On the timeline, it's the manly thing has just kind of gone away. Like you no longer need men to reign over people. You Mm -hmm. don't need men to go into battle. You don't need men to protect your house anymore. You know, I I like all this, all this stuff. And I think you guys are making valid points and everything as far as like the man being the top earner and the man being the protector of the family and all that stuff. I, I agree. But I think even if you had like a relationship with like, you know, one of these alpha guys and his wife was making more than him, it would be totally acceptable or maybe his kids I think no I think a lot of dudes a lot of dudes all that stuff seems so much more important and so much more critical to the complaints and the criticism that you typically what we're hashing out right now is, is the typical criticism I don't think any of that stuff really actually matters I think it all is rooted in fuck you you can't like pink and you can't cry like I, it's all rooted like, in the most shallow I bullshit. Just don't like that. that might be correct, but like something about that just feels so. It does feel wrong, but I mean, it just seems like what we're really. I want there to be like some deeper is the most Freudian. like surface level, like in Italian families. If you were to kiss your uncle, you know, as a man, because it's just like more acceptable in that culture, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe your favorite color as a man is pink or something. Or I mean, purple was a color of royalty forever. Yeah, well, pink actually know? was a very popular men's color to wear. Uh, prior yeah. to the 50s it's like this, yeah, so these are, things are so, so are recent heels. Remember yeah, heels. Heels. oh yeah and then, like wigs and all that other stuff but what i mean is like there's it's so shallow that i don't mm-hmm. even think the deep stuff matters to these people as much as just like these really surface level material bullshit things and it's so depressing but i think it's but true I, but, so is it, but is the idea stuff, there that just like just some people just need there to be extremely clear visible identifiers and signifiers yeah. and they need everything yeah. to be two dimensional mm-hmm. because they yeah. can't and i think that's any... why people people buck against the whole transgenderism so much yeah, yeah. it's like it's it so the... surface level it, it like you're gonna we're the, gonna wear a dress and that's why it was so makes acceptable them uncomfortable like, that it exists that, that yeah to, to dress and drag like as a 50s you know comedian like a 60s comedian or whatever like i forget the gentleman's name but you know you had manly comedians who would dress and drag and it'd be funny <laughs> you think you know, like eddie izzard i mean you had richard pryor would dress and drag. Oh, you know yeah. anybody like all these different people would dress and drag you know and, and like well, i mean there's that never whole... questioned there's the whole yeah. Japanese thing, too. The, yeah. the I mean, Eddie Murphy like wore heels in some of his comedy specials. Heels and tight leather and stuff, you know? And it was just never... It was fine. Look at Motley Crue. I mean, like, that was fine as long as, like, you followed the other rules or something. It was as just... Long as, you so... were, as long as you were drinking beer, doing <laughs> drugs, and smashing Fighting. bitches. Yeah. No, you had I'm to be really, smashing. I'm smashing really pissed off. I mean, you're <laughs> just seems like it's so surface to me. Yeah. Let's move to pathetic. the album on display. No, no, hold on, yeah, hold on. I need to, I need to, hold on. I need to, I need you to share my pain. I am okay. trying to, because right. I, I heard, I've heard that there was a study somewhere that said that in heterosexual households where the woman makes more money than the man, the divorce rate is like in a statistically significant way, it's, it's higher. 
And I've read uh, that. but it's still initiated by the woman, even more so. Which should which should which should be illegal. Uh, which we've discussed before, it should not be it should not be legal. This ties into how Google is fucking unusable now. Everything is. Oh, do you need a divorce lawyer? Do you need a divorce lawyer? Check this article. I check out this uh, inbound marketing article about. of women in households earn more than their husbands. Some research suggests that these couples have a higher divorce rate. One study shows that it increases the rate by up to 33%. Any link to that study? No, absolutely not. Next article, same fucking thing. But they say it's up to 50%. Based on what? What's the study? They're alluding to studies. They're telling me the studies exist. There's no source. There's no goddamn source. And even if that were true. I'm not going to repeat it. Because I don't know what the Even if that were about. true, the, the yeah, most logical thing to, to point at is, okay, for who initiated it. if it is true that women initiate most divorces and it goes even higher up in those situations where they true. earn more, it's because they have mobility. Right. It's they're, because they're no we've longer... finally countered, you know, Which is... years of the patriarchy. Well, that, that's, that kind, of, that's like, kind of what know... I'm saying. The, like, stereotypically, like, man mm-hmm. attributes, like the skills that are valued in, like, quote, unquote, like, like the masculine dude space, those skills are becoming less and less valuable. As society gets less and less thorny, the softer skills, those are increasing in value. I feel, and this is, and maybe I am overthinking it, but I feel like part of it is that they're like afraid of like the only things that they know how to do their entire identity, which is built around not exhibiting like emotional skill, like not being an emotionally aware person or being accepting and caring and and having empathy and all those types of things. Like those are seen as, as negatives. Very difficult to unlearn that the value of having the stereotypically masculine traits that's dropping quickly so what do you do you double down you dig your heels in yeah you dig your high heels in and uh that's (laughs) going back to the like the higher percentage you know being initiated by women i feel like a lot of that is probably also tied to men are probably statistically more unfaithful they're probably more statistically to be abusive Mm -hmm. um they're probably more statistically to be drunk and useless uh you know to a point you know i'm just you know hey first of all those so those don't necessarily go together i've no i know the the third one i'm an extremely high functioning yeah. The third one is a reach, but you know, you know what I'm saying. No, no, like, they're definitely there, drunks most to it. And, I'm just saying I didn't like that you conflated drunk with useless. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you did. They, they go together often, but there's no gap. I, no, but I mean, like the uh, the ones that are constantly drunk all the time that really can't. Okay, still, still reject. You, I still reject that argument. Okay, yeah, I can. We can reject it. That's fine. I'll take. We'll take that one off the <laughs> table. It's just the first two. But, okay, okay. So abusive, another, like three months. <laughs> So, so abusive, abusive and or, you know, uh, unfaithful. And I feel like, you know, especially over, you know, it's relatively recent, right? Like where women can now divorce, (laughs) you know, they don't have to stay with an abusive husband. They don't have to stay with someone who goes around and fucks all their friends. They don't have to, you know, they don't have to do any of that. First of all, get new friends after after the divorce. First of all, get the divorce. Second of all, get a new friend group. (laughs) Well, of course, but. You know, no, there, I, there I, is. I, I feel mean, like there... that's probably a high a high reason to that. I'm sure there are the percentages of like you know makes more money or doesn't make more money or whatever. I still think a lot of it comes down to those types of things. This whole episode, yeah, you sure. know, what this whole episode feels like to me because we do not have the the bona the bona fides the bona fides to really be talking about this kind of stuff. It reminds me of that uh, meme. Sure, we do. Like, We're white men. Yeah, I know course, everything. Uh, the, as we've discussed, the pre the I can preeminent. talk to you about everything based in fact that because of uh, what's that thing that we talked about the other day? The narcissism. No, not that one. The other one, Dunning Kruger. Uh, Dunning Kruger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sending okay. this to you. So while that goes, album on display. Over. I already know what this is. Uh, Drew, do you want to describe the album on display? I seem to be the only one that ever describes. Uh, yeah, Drew, you know, it checks out. Or is this like Drew yeah. checkout time? I, it's got to be some time because it can't stay checked in forever. It's a Hotel California situation over here for me. Uh, the 
uh, I think so. That's not the Eagles. We're not looking at the Eagles. We're no, looking at no, it's a, not Hotel California, be, which is the name of the album. Which appears to be a woman and a child, of, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, the woman has a hollowed out coconut for a head. And oh, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> I like that uh, hollowed out coconut. And she's doing and she's for whatever reason getting really close to doing a Hitler salute. I didn't even All think right. about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she looks like she's waving to me. Yeah, uh, that's, it's, that's the. This is definitely it's definitely drawn, if I remember correctly. It's yeah, not, it's an illustration. Illustration when they're like, uh, if in, I remember correctly. So Carl's already the, got it. I already this know is, what it is. This is one I of the most. That. This is the most important. One of the most important indie rock albums of all time, especially of the '90s, but of all time, I would say. If you went to a hotel, right, <laughs> and like, you in, asked in any particular, and state? you asked. And you asked for milk, and they gave you 2%. You know, not 1%, not whole milk. You know, they're probably giving you that neutral number, right? Like that 2%, right? This isn't going to help. You probably got there. Listeners got it, but. You probably got there, like, from an aeroplane, and you flew over a sea or something like that. Aerosmith. Aerosmith is the the artist. No. 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 I was this released before the entire, or after 9/11? I just said the entire this album. This is 1998, so this is before 9-11. Yep, the whole album and artist I just snuck in there. If you had your average 90s indie rock listener do a top 10 list, I can guarantee you that this would be not is only it, on that list, but probably a, number a, one most of the time. I hated this band for a long time, and then I recently was reintroduced to this album by two people. Uh, my partner and you, actually, uh, you know, probably you over the giving span. Him the, like, giving him the notes before the test? Giving him the fucking... A six, <laughs> a six months. Like, so I would say it was like a period of six guy. months where it was like... And like, I became so addicted to this album for like so long. In fact, I just listened to it the other day. Yeah, so... It's uh, so good. Released in 98 on Merge Records. Do you want to Google it, Drew, or do you want me to say it, or what, what do we do? I don't want to... I don't want to... Well, there's points involved, so I got to say it if you can't guess there's it. points? When did we introduce a point system? I didn't system? know there was points. There's, there's, there's always been points. I'm hearing What this. the fuck? No, I'm, I'm, I guess probably, I'm winning. I'm, what am I? I'm at least like three behind, right? No, you're not even playing. You're not even in the... You're not I even in the running. You're like negative two. No, I got I got rumors. I got Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac rumors. Yeah, I got that one. Fleetwood Mac rumors. No, he didn't. I did. I, I ran into it. No, I said you, really no, shut the fuck up. Shut the, that's not true. There's no way to verify it. I've shown uh, Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, and both of you guys got that in pretty quick unison. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. This is Neutral Milk Hotel. I'm glad you broke your elbow. And it is uh, in an aeroplane over the sea. In the aeroplane over the sea, yeah. Uh, which is uh, the title track. I mean, this is like the definition of cult following. This this album has. Oh, they, yeah. are, like, this is another like one of those artists that, that I said looks kind of like I imagined him a certain way, and then my partner's like, no, he's actually this relatively normal sort of guy. Yeah, but, Jeff Mangum. Yeah. But like, I'm like, no, this guy is like got a guitar and he's sitting in a junkyard and he's probably really dirty you know he's, got <laughs> he's actually holes a bit in, he's a bit of a hermit but he yeah make, I've, heard, I've heard that so. yeah he, he disappeared for a while after this album he disappeared for a while and he like made weird spontaneous appearances and then started doing a couple shows and then he appeared on the occupy wall street thing yeah uh, he's really he's on the left and everything but he does political appearances just him and the guitar you know just like singing and how many how out. many like indie bands are on the right probably more than i think but i just feel no, like i don't know i don't i mean there's there's like... hardcore bands that are like on the right like what 
Drew was just alluding to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've, done a, you've done a lot that of technically would be independent. On this the thing about it, it's like when you say indie band, usually that doesn't just mean independent anymore. I know. It's like become know. a genre onto itself. I read and that's something. Be hard. There was a TikTok. There was a TikTok. I don't read anymore. What the fuck is that? There was a TikTok that had a person talking about how the right, like everyone's like, why is the right so bad at comedy? And the reason mm-hmm. is that the right, and so this is, I'm sure it would be true of like music. If you're like a, the right, if you're on the right and like that's part of your thing and you're doing something else, artistic or whatever, it necessarily has to be about conservatism. Like it has to be. Yeah, which some more news always a whole, means, up, whole episode about that. Right. Which is almost always not for anything, just against other shit. You can't really make good art because you're so preoccupied with using it just as another vehicle to air your grievances. It's kind of like how all the art that they display is some form of the American Eagle over the flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or even if it's not as explicitly like guns or something centric, it's, it's, you know, I hate all these, all look at all these, look at target. They've got like, there was a a right wing rapper or whatever that released a song about like target grooming kids or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's not, yeah, nobody likes it. Target's grooming kids now. Yeah. Their comedy isn't rooted in, yeah. Cause they were selling the pride stuff. Their comedy isn't rooted in jokes. Their comedy is rooted in the reaction that they're going to get. So it's like Andy Kaufman esque shock. The imagined suffering of your political enemies. If you didn't have anyone to react, you wouldn't have anybody at all. If you want way more thoughts than our simpleton Dunning Krugers on this one, you uh, check out some more news. Oh, it's Fortnite. That is overrated. a podcast and a YouTube uh, channel, and there is a episode called Cody Johnson: um, Why Conservative Comedy isn't, isn't Funny or something along those lines. It's great stuff. Oh, maybe the TikTok stole from Cody Cody Johnson. I've not I've not been up to date on his stuff, but it's very good. But yeah, this whole episode is just this picture of these three children doing a podcast on a couch, and they look very serious, very um, a lot of very discerning. And the uh, the title is "Is Fortnite Actually Overrated?" And I just think that we had a lot of these vibes this episode. <laughs> we have these vibes every episode. Episode, 39. but sometimes, but sometimes we're actually talking about stuff we know about. We were talking about things that we know about. Yeah, we started with threads, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, threads. Robots.txt. I guess. Yeah. Carl is supposed to be like, this is unlistenable, this is crap, blah, blah, blah. You listen back. Yeah, that's and my line. Drew well, is I it was, no, here's the deal. It, it was originally Drew's line, and I stole it. Why do you it. need everybody to be in tight little boxes? I contain I, multitudes. Because I see you guys, bo- we're, we're both of you and me right are in boxes right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, in, when be, the YouTube video gotta, comes out, we, we will also be in boxes. I actually purposely make office. Drew the smallest box. It's a smart You feel good? Yeah. No, you're too powerful. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at we do crime. We have a voicemail that Drew is going to port over to the new website, we do crime.com slash voicemail. Is that a URL? And uh, that's the URL. Yeah, that is the IRL. Do I need URL. a www for that? Nope. Nope. You don't do even need, need a www. Do I need hashtub? Nope. You can just type it right in. Any we browser do nowadays. Do nope. we support hashtubuses? No. Uh, we do. We do have an SSL. And uh, uh, we have a SIL? Mm-hmm. We have yep. a SIL. A sill that supports issues. <laughs> it's going to get like a cert for a sill. Right. Cert just works. This bit, um, un- this bit is unlistenable. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Drew, that you're depressed about how terrible we are. Maybe we'll get I'm better. Not depre- I'm not depressed at all. All right. We I just need like more, I just need, I just need more white claws. On our last episode. Yeah. Just get some more white claw. Enjoy your weekends. Next episode, we should have a guest. Which, uh, you know. Yeah. Like. Did you guys hear cigarettes are coming back into vogue? And we love you. Good night. <laughs>
or good day. I mean, it doesn't matter what time you're listening to this. You're only saying that because it's daytime right now. It's not yep. usually daytime. We do this. You wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. No one. Would I think know. we could. I think we could just. Yeah, we should extend this ramp. drive. Selling anybody's data. Now watch this drive. I have a son. He's 10 years old. He has computers. He is so good with these computers. We're not selling anybody's.